0: hey guys welcome to episode one of following the way of jesus hope you enjoy lots of love from your man p.s jimmy good morning afternoon whatever day it is for you it's your man p.s jimmy and i'm back on the mic doing the gospel some podcasts some sermons i'm excited to be here hey life update before we get stuck into it Um, we, uh, used to run a church, but I still run a church organization, but we don't have a Sunday congregation. We just got church cafes and stuff like that. And the ministry is going well. Um, it is obviously always walking a fine line with ministry and money. So, um, I'm currently trying to find some, um, way of, um, subsidizing my wage through working outside of the organization, um or something like that, and I was praying because I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, God, and I was just having some time with silence and and prayer and just listening to God, and I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? And, you know, I've got this thing where when you go to God, you don't seek specifics, but you seek surprises, and, and, and you don't expect to hear anything particular, and God just said this, and I, I don't know, I can't make money by doing this, but God just said, keep preaching the gospel. I was like, okay, and like my flesh, my flesh wants to, you know, take our trailer back out. Like even today, I was like, I'm going to take the trailer out today, feed the homeless and, and do do stuff. I want to do stuff, you know, um, but God's like, no, no, I want you to preach the gospel. So here I am, we're back on the podcast. We're going to do maybe around 10 episodes, maybe more, maybe less, but we're going to be talking about following the way of Jesus. Now, excuse me if I do cough at all during this um, podcast. A little bit sick. I've been a little bit sick. I just can't fight it off. Anyway, following the way of Jesus. Now, I don't know about you, but I've kind of grown up a Christian. I um, I was born into a Christian home. My parents got saved. They accepted Jesus just before I was born. I kind of I, I grew up going to church. We went to lots of different churches, and it was awesome. It was I I feel blessed. I grew up in a Christian household. But I do feel like I only got half the gospel message. I only got half what Jesus spoke about for most of my life. I got the accept Jesus part, like accept Jesus into my life, you know, make him a Lord and Savior and accept the forgiveness of sins and then you don't go to hell, you you go to heaven. Beautiful, I got that. And then all the other sermons I kind of heard – it was just, it was kind of like maybe live good or, um, you know, go back to Jesus, you know, read the Bible, pray. It was just like, it was, it was all kind of um, good, but really I didn't feel like my life was any different to all my friends that weren't Christian. Um, In fact, it felt like maybe their lives were even better than mine sometimes. You know, I went to church on Sunday and they they went surfing or something. And then, you know, I, I felt like I went through hard times. I went through hard times. There was nothing different. And I, I remember reading John 10.10 10 for the very first time and thinking to myself, well, I don't have that, where Jesus says, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. That word abundantly in the Greek is the word perisos, you know, like like peri-perisos. <laughs> um, my mate actually got that tattooed on him after I preached his message about parasites, but it's the word extravagant. It's it's beyond anything that you could ever dream. It's actually more than enough. It's this word that life can be so much better than you could ever, hopefully, like more than your wildest dreams. And I was like, well, I don't have that. <laughs> I'm a Christian, but I don't have that, Jesus. Um, and there's this, always been this great dichotomy in my life, even as a pastor, like, this thing that Jesus talks about, this life I can have, but I don't have it yet. I'll call, I'll call myself a Christian. I you know, try and live good. I go to church. But the, what what is this abundant life? And I feel like I got the accept Jesus part. Like maybe I got the doorway to Christianity, but I didn't get the journey. No, no, no one explained it to me clearly. No one explained to me what it means to follow Jesus. I got what it was to accept Jesus, you know, to to open the door of my heart and let him in. And I accepted him and accepted his forgiveness. And and that's done profound things in my life. I don't live with a guilty conscience. And if I mess up or feel like I've done wrong by someone, I can go back to God and ask for forgiveness. And he, he washes my heart clean every time. It's beautiful. But I felt like I was just living like walking in the front door of Christianity over and over and over again. But the last 20 years I've been on a journey of what does it mean to follow Jesus, truly follow the way of Jesus and, and live this abundant life. You know, in, in Matthew, um, we read the Sermon on the Mount. We read the Sermon on the Mount, which, to be honest, is probably the most profound writings on the planet. It's the writings that turn the world upside down. It's the sermon that changes everything. It's the words of Jesus. And he says things that are crazy, right? And I'm not going to go into what he said. You can read it. Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Do yourself a massive favor this week. Go read it. But in Matthew chapter 7, when he's bringing it to a conclusion, he says something which every time I've read it, I felt, oh, that sounds legalistic, or that sounds like work, and you know, the Christian life is not about work. It's about what Jesus did for me and accepting that. And that gives me abundant life. But that hasn't been working for me, right? Because <laughs> I have accepted that. But I don't feel I have that abundant life. And I've been ignoring, honestly, for so long, the words that Jesus says. And I think maybe you might be a little bit like me. But Jesus says this, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Therefore, so, the, you know, everything is spoken about. The ways to live and the ways to think and... And your heart posture forgot all this, all this, how to pray, everything. He goes, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice <laughs> is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. You know, when the wind came and blah, 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 the house stood. That's like an abundant life right there. I mean, nothing can wipe you out. Nothing can knock you down because you practice the ways of Jesus you don't know, more than accept Jesus, you actually follow him. Like you actually want to be with him. You know, when, when, when Jesus was around and he was a rabbi and the other rabbis and, and many rabbis would say, come follow me. Essentially, what that meant to follow a rabbi was to be with your rabbi. It means like literally every day you'd wake up and you would walk with him. You know, like it was a, it was a great honor, you know, to be covered in the dust of your rabbi. Right? And that just is because you're literally following him. You're you're watching the way he walks, the way he talks, the way he breathes, the way he moves, the way he teaches. And the first call to following a rabbi is to be with the rabbi. And the second is to to imitate the, the, the rabbi. It's to be like the rabbi. To not just be with him, but to be like him. That was the greatest um, honor if you became like your rabbi. And then the highest achievement was to do what your rabbi did. To do what he did and when it comes to following Jesus um, for, for the people back in the day it, it wasn't an obscure thing it was clear we're gonna be with him which is why they dropped their nets is why they stopped working, is why they do this and and, and and they would be with him every day now it's different now because we don't follow a physical Jesus we be with the spirit of Jesus and so that can be at our workplace anywhere but, but it was to be with Jesus it was to become like Jesus And it's to do what Jesus did. And I feel like I've sort of missed that a little bit. You know, like it's like, oh, no, no, it's not about what I do. It's about what I believe. Now, in uh, part, that is true because it's your belief in Jesus that makes you righteous. It's believing, it's trusting that Jesus forgives you and putting your trust in what he did on the cross. That's what sets you free from sin, and death but that's just like the doorway to christianity right from there it's now following jesus actually putting into practice what he said and so over the next 10 episodes maybe more maybe less we're going to be talking about practicing the way of jesus like practicing the way he prayed like he teaches us how to pray and we can actually put that prayer into practice and i'll tell you what when you do it everything changes about your prayer life it's like power comes into your prayer life or, or fasting. We're going to practice fasting together. Um, putting a day aside, maybe two. I don't know. It's a bit different for everyone. But my goodness, I've had times of fasting in my life and spiritual breakthrough happens. I remember when I was a youth pastor, I was stuck at 80 people. I just couldn't break through and I fasted for a week before we started youth this one year and youth grew to 350 people in the first couple of months of that year. Look, praying, fasting. These are real things that Jesus really did, and he taught us to follow him. Oh, hello. That is my phone. I'm just going to hang that up. It's Larissa. Actually, I'll answer it. Hold on. Everyone, let's say hello to Larissa. Hey, babe. I'm just uh, doing a podcast. Join our live on the podcast. How are you today? No, that's okay. Don't be sorry. Look, is there anything you want to say to everyone? Um, no, really nothing that I want to say. I just have a to-do list that I was calling to get you on board with. That's profound. Is is it a following the way of Jesus to-do list, like prayer and fasting, or is this just like some random to-do list? Um, well, families is the way of Jesus, isn't it? Well, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like loving your family is definitely the way of Jesus. That'll be one of our episodes. (laughs) Babe, talk to right, me, what's up? See you later. No, no, what what's up? Uh, no, I've forgotten now. You, I feel like you can go school okay. Uh awkward. So sorry about this, guys. Um she's forgotten. And so um <laughs> I'll <laughs> I'll i get back to you. Love you, babe. Bye. Bye. I'm very very sorry about that rude interruption there. Um, but you know what? When when the phone rings and it's your wife, you gotta answer that thing. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Maybe that's a life lesson for everyone listening to the podcast, all the husbands out there. If the wife calls, you answer that thing, baby. Anyway, so where was I? Practicing the way of Jesus. That's the thing that we want to talk about. So we're going to spend a bit of time talking about practicing fasting, practicing prayer, practicing being alone. You know, Jesus was was alone all the time, practicing how to think, how to heart posture, how to do good things and not tell anyone. <laughs> oh, that's a powerful one. And Jesus talks a lot about that in the Sermon on the Mount. Um, doing good, but keeping it a secret, like living a secret life. And normally our secret lives are like the stuff we don't want people to know about, right? But Jesus flips it. He's like, no, I want the good things that you want everyone to know about. I want that to be your secret life. So we're going to practice these things and see if it doesn't lead to the abundant life jesus talks about i I want to finish with the story um i remember when i first started surfing and i bought myself a surfboard and i started calling myself a surfer telling people i'm a surfer you know i surf you know because that's the cool thing I'm, i'm a surfer but i couldn't surf i just called myself a surfer now i wanted to surf because i'd watch these people surf and it was glorious i was like i want to be able to ride the rhythm of the wave like they do i want to be out there i want to be getting barrels and oh it seems so glorious and i thought if i buy a surfboard call myself a surfer i'd had that experience but i didn't anyway i, I did not have a clue what i was doing i remember the first time i got my board and i jump in the waves and try and paddle out but i, I didn't know how to paddle properly i didn't know how to duck dive which is to go under the waves so you can keep going <laughs> it took me like an hour and a half just to get out the back By the time I get out the back where I can catch a wave, I'm so exhausted. I can't even have any fun out there surfing. So I'm just like sitting out there and watching everyone else surf. And I'm just so exhausted because I didn't know how to practice surfing. I I didn't know how to duck dive. I didn't know the ways of the surfer. (laughs) I was just calling myself a surfer, trying to surf. No one ever taught me. So I did some surf lessons. Someone that knew how to surf. Told me what to do. They told me, put your knee here. Put your foot there. Do this, do that. This is how you duck dive. So the next time I went out, I started to practice the way of surfing. Anyway, straight away, I'm learning to duck dive. I can paddle out quicker now. And then I'm learning how to stand up. I remember it was just on little waves at first and I put my knee there and put my foot up, stand up. Oh my gosh, first time I'm like, yeah, it's so cool. Even though the wave was just like, like less than a foot big and it was pathetic. But I started to practice the ways of surfing because I listened to what the instructor said and I put it into practice. Now I can call myself a surfer all I want, I can buy all the surf gear. I can look like a surfer. I can read books about surfing. I can even believe that surfing is going to just be so fun and so awesome. I can believe what other surfers say about surfing. But unless I practice the way of surfing, I will never experience the abundant waves of surfing. (laughs) And I guess you know exactly what I'm saying. We can call ourselves Christians, we can believe in Jesus. We can go to church and give and pay our tithes and offerings and put, put God first in our finances. And, but if we don't practice actually doing what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7.24, whoever hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, he's the man. He's the woman that's going to last. And I want to encourage you, if maybe you feel like me, and in your Christian life you feel like you've wanted it to be abundant, amazing, you wanted to do that true human experience that God created you, but you've been missing it, join me on this journey of practicing the way of Jesus. We're going to practice these things together, you know, praying, fasting, all those things. I would love for you to join this journey. It's going to be fun. Let me pray for you. And... um, Join us next week for the next episode. But Lord, thank you that you love us. Even though I've got it wrong over and over again, and probably the people listening, we've all just got it wrong, and we'll continue to get it wrong. But God, you're so good, and you love us so much, and you keep forgiving us, and you keep covering up our mistakes and wiping the slate clean, and you bless us when we don't even deserve to be blessed, and you forgive us even before we've asked. You're so good. And Lord, I just pray that as we embark on this journey of moving from not just accepting you and not just believing in you, but following you and putting into practice what you say, that we together as a community could just experience what it is you came to do to give us that light burden, that easy way that you talk about when you say, come to me, Or you who are wearing burden, I'll give you rest. Take my ways upon you because it's easy. Take my burdens because it's light. Lord, we want to experience that. We don't want life. I'm sick of being tired, God. I'm sick of stress and I'm sick of hustling. I want the easy life that you talk about. So give me the energy to practice your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. Um, I want to encourage you. Maybe you're on a small group or a connect group, or, 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 or a church, or, or something like this. Let, let's let's listen to this podcast together. Let's practice the ways of Jesus. Um, I know there's lots of people right now. Maybe you don't even go to church anymore for whatever reason. Maybe you've been hurt, and maybe you can't find the right church. Um, well, I want you to know that God loves you, and and you are still part of His church. You're just on a journey trying to figure that out, and. God will help you find the right community. Um, but for now, if, if you've got nothing, let's at least practice the ways of Jesus together. Love you so much, guys. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Lots of love from Jimmy XO. Awesome. Well, guys, we run a crowd-funded nonprofit called Collective Church Inc., and our mission is to connect people to God and to the local church. We run nonprofit cafes, which uh, work as a middle place between the mainstream church and people that are unchurched, and trying to reach people that maybe are not ready for a mainstream church. And the truth is, we need your financial support to keep reaching people. We would love for you to pray and consider contributing financially to the mission of collective church inc which essentially is the mission of jesus christ to connect and reconcile people to god and to church community so i want to thank you to everyone that does give and if you don't and maybe you could consider um, partnering with a weekly contribution a monthly contribution even a one-off contribution would mean so much head over to our website collectivechurch.com.au And you can find on the giving page ways to do that. Thank you in advance for your generous gift and helping us to reach those that might not be ready for the mainstream church. Thank you. (laughs)